Welcome back to the Hot Mess to Awesomeness podcast, a show all about inspiring smart, busy women to put their happiness at the top of their to-do list. Join your host and life coach, Dion Thompson, as she chats with amazing women who have figured out how to make their happiness a priority, and more importantly, what it's really like to go from hot mess to awesomeness. And now, on with the show. everybody to the hot mess from hot mess to awesomeness podcast this is the break that every busy woman deserves and i am i am so i say this every time and you're gonna get used to this super sweaty and i love i love it i i'm going to be sharing uh that song out Mm -hmm. into the world and be like everybody needs to bust their booty to that i was very excited about that so thank you samantha for that um you know what i noticed so this is super high tech here. I got to go grab your, no, I'm not. I'm just going to go, ro- I'm going to roll with it. This is what I'm doing. I'm rolling. Mm-hmm. We're just so, going to roll. We're just, <laughs> we're just going to roll. I am, it's a lot going on in the world uh, for the past, you know, four months and especially right now. And um, I'm really grateful to have an opportunity to connect with uh, my friend, Samantha King. And um, we spent a little bit of time before we hit record to walk through some feelings and walk through some thoughts. And so I'm, I'm grateful, very grateful for that. And I th- I'm really excited for this conversation and, um, and to connect to embracing the hot mess moments because um, whether it's our personal or uh, within our, our small bubble of an environment or out on a global stage, um, there's a lot that we can do so that we can move through what we're going through um, with honor and integrity and, and feeling aligned, even when stuff gets fucking hard. And, mm-hmm. um, and so I'm really excited to have you here today to chat about your journey, um, what brought you to this place and, and how you're moving through um, life moment by moment, as we all are. And, and yeah, and I'm, I'm a little extra excited because I love connecting with you and I love the chats that we have because they're always so brain to brain, which um, is kind of my jam. I, uh, Jason Silva, uh, he did a, um, a live, a chat. He does all kinds of chats that I like, love him in weird ways. Uh, he did a talk about brain coupling and it was this activity. It's like the energetic activity that occurs between two individuals when they're literally on the same vibrational plane and mm-hmm. their brains are like physically attached while they're conversing. And I, I feel that with you. And so I'm, I'm, a little extra excited that and I uh, love our conversations because I bring in the TV pop culture yeah. part of it, and then you and you're like yes and that's because and here's the science and I'm like cool yes 30 Rock didn't teach me that but <laughs> yes yes and that's the cool. show I'm watching right now obviously um and I love that I, it's funny someone asked me yesterday you know have you seen this thing on Netflix I'm like I don't get a lot of Netflix time uh the device opportunities are limited with everybody being home um which is fine it and mm-hmm. so I'm always grateful when I hear some stuff I'm like oh yes and I make a note I'm like yes I could when I have access mm-hmm. to the television and 
there no little ears and yes, I'm very excited. So uh, yeah. I always turn to you for that because you're going to tell me if you want this, you go to this, you want this, you go to this, you want this, you go to this. I'm like, perfect. It's like my own yeah. personal library. <laughs> exactly. Right in here. And I can tell you too, <laughs> if you like this or what are you doing right now in your, in your life or your business? Oh, this is great for that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Samantha, I, um, I could talk all day about all the fun things that, that I know about you and, and why I love you. And, um, you had sent me a fabulous bio, which, um, I don't have, which was the whole go with the flow thing. So <laughs> if you wouldn't mind introducing yourself officially, because you do so many things and you are, um, mm -hmm. yeah, you, you walk us through if you are. <laughs> Yeah, it is a it is it is definitely an interesting world. I always say, um, and especially when you're kind of living it. And I love the whole idea of living it moment to moment um, because that's a lot of the time. And we'll get into this how I have to live just based on what's going on around me. Um, but to your listeners, I want to say hello and thank you for having me. My name is Samantha King. I'm a former teacher with eight plus years of experience creating engaging learning. Experience opportunities for my students. And after years in both the corporate and small business worlds, Dion, as you know, I am still teaching. But now I am using my skill set to teach busy female entrepreneurs, the Fempire Builders community, that's the name of my company, um, like me, the steps to create successful online arms in their businesses by guiding them in creating an online course for their ideal client through our course makers program and mentorship. And you know me, of course, the online course is meant to fit into their business model like a glove. It's more than when you're working with me, it's more than a course. We are creating a business model that's going to work. Yes. And I have had the pleasure of working with you in different ways mm -hmm. through different um, sort of, I won't say versions, but uh, the evolution of this, mm -hmm. uh, of your business. And I've, I've loved every minute that I'm, I'm again, this is why. I love being around you because you add to my world in fun, miraculous, and fabulous ways. Thank you. So, Samantha, tell me because I know um, I know a bit about your journey. We've talked about uh, you know life before business. We've talked about life before kids, um, and I know how the stories of our lives really do shape how we then process challenge, uncertainty, change. And so I'm very interested in hearing about your journey and the challenges that you faced and, um, and what you moved through to get to this space of vampire builders, community, course maker magic, um, all things Samantha King. I think it's a really interesting because there are still, and this is the one thing I love about the way you guide and, and work with your clients uh, when we did the spark sessions and just in general, as part of the hundred women on fire movement, you know, this idea that life is, um, it really is like a cycle. You know what I mean? It's almost like a tornado and everything builds on top of each other. And, and that's why we end up back at crap over and over again. Um, and I think it's so funny because you know, there are things that I will be dealing with for a long time. But I think one of the things that, that is really interesting in, as, as I've grown that I've noticed is that, you know, I never was that kid. And, and I don't know if I've ever found anybody that was that kid who was like, this is what I want to do when I grow up. Hmm. Right. Max yeah. right now knows he's like, I'm going to be a captain of a ship. 
he's my kid, <laughs> as you know, are autistic, and his thing right now is uh, the Titanic. Mm. So he's going to be a captain of a ship, and he knows, like in his bones, I have never had that. And I think part of that was the childhood that I came from, where there was a lot of mental and verbal and emotional abuse and, and a lot of feelings of, you know, unloved and, and not worthy and that kind of stuff and things that, you know, I still have come up and, and work through on a regular basis. And I think because I spent so much, I didn't spend a lot of time dreaming because I was just trying to survive my present. And as I've, I think I've probably told you this, um, but people who follow me know, like I, you know, I'm looking, Penny pulled my diplomas out of the uh, basement the other day um, and was asking about them. And I said to her, well, my, yeah, that's my Bachelor of Arts. And, and, and it is in ancient Greece and ancient Roman history. And she kind of looked at me and she was like, okay. And that means something to her because her name is Penelope and she was named after Penelope from the Odyssey. And we've talked about that. Um, but like I paid money to learn a dead language. I learned Latin for like three years. And why, why did that happen? You know, because I never really thought about like what I was going to do. And I even got into teaching because somebody said to me, you'd be good at this. I have a bachelor of education. And again, why? Because someone told me I'd be good at that. And it seemed all right. That seemed like the thing to do at the time. I liked kids. And I actually ended up leaving teaching because you know, for a couple of reasons, I had postpartum anxiety. So having to try to get into a classroom to supply teach and all that kind of stuff, like my anxiety was just off the chart with the unknown. But I was also finding that ultimately, like even if I had had stayed with it until I moved past that postpartum anxiety, um, I didn't enjoy the politics. I constantly felt like I love the kids. I love the teaching and the designing but I didn't, I constantly felt that the other things that were going on around me was me trying to force myself that whole like square peg into a circular whole thing. Right. And, you know, it was, and then, you know, I did other things after that. And, and, you know, I've sold textbooks to schools. I've been in sales and marketing. I've done telesales. I've worked in this corporate and small business worth worlds, you know, financial services, um, and license for that because I was doing marketing and customer service, you know, and I think it's because that it wasn't until I hit and I want to say rock bottom again, because there's rock bottom in life many times. Heck, I was hitting rock bottom as a child and not knowing it, um, but hit rock bottom again and really decided that if I was going to do something with my life, it needed to be something I was excited about. And it was hard for me coming to that realization because my husband decided what he wanted to do. My husband and I have been together since we were 18 and he decided at 19 what he was going to do. And as I was going through all these different careers and like, you know, what is Samantha going to do? Because I'm still finding Samantha. But at that point, I certainly had no idea who she was. He was building, he's been in this career for almost 20 years. Right. And so that's kind of, I had this person and I'm grateful to it because, you know, I couldn't have done all the different careers and stuff without that, that support and that stability, but also great, you know, it's also, um, you're looking at it and going like, what is wrong with me? Right. And yeah. as I've talked to, as I've talked to other women in business, as, as I've build, been building the Vampire Builders community, I realized that like, I'm not the only one who, who basically has this story where, 
you know, cause I thought it was me. I was like, you know what, because it was my fault. There was something wrong with me that I didn't know inherently what I was going to do when I was a child. And it doesn't like TV doesn't help or like Mark Zuckerberg creating Facebook in his dorm room. Like we, we, we assume that like, well, he was good at computers and he knew he wanted to be in computers, but I truly believe he stumbled on it. <laughs> Those hoodies don't, you know, like this doesn't, this does not uh, strike me as a man who was like, at four was like, this is what I'm going to do. But, you know, when we look at it and we go, this is what these people have always known what they wanted to do, or they've known where they wanted to go in life. And I thought, you know, there's something wrong with me because I don't know that. And I think over the years, and you can tell me too, with your, with your organization and your community, that what I'm learning is, is that they're really the rarity and they're the people that we kind of, those are the stories we tell for some reason, rather than telling the people who, the Betty Whites who got famous at 50, right? right? right. Or started acting at 50. Like, and, and I think that like, that's one of the things that, you know, cause, didn't cause me to, to create Vampire Builders, because as I was creating the business, you know, and there's lots of different reasons. That's one of the biggest things that I've taken away and I've shared with women is that like, if you're not sure, like you're not alone, like I get it. Yeah. A hundred percent. And it's interesting. I, I jokingly, um, more than once said I was going to rename my business to honey, you're not alone because, mm -hmm. um, it's, it's a common theme that comes up it, for a variety of reasons. And I had a very similar experience. Um, you know, moving through childhood, uh, I wouldn't say so much survival. It was survival mode, but it was, uh, I look at my, my past as sort of like everyday trauma, mm -hmm. nothing massive, nothing major, just this yeah. constant, like we're just dealing with now constantly just dealing yeah. with now. Right. Mm -hmm. And I too, I look at my husband and I was like, although his career path, he still hadn't figured out, but he had passions. He mm -hmm. had music and he knew it was like since a you know the day he picked up a guitar when when he was extremely young and then sat in his room for hours teaching himself how to play like that's like driven in a, mm -hmm. in a way i couldn't understand exactly. and and yeah. i used to look to look at him and go like i don't get it i don't mm -hmm. know what i like i don't i don't know what i'm what I want to do because I've been so busy doing what I, what I'm supposed to do in very similar ways. People are like, Oh, well, you're good at that. So go do this. Oh, mm -hmm. you know what? You're, you've got these grades. This is where you go. You have this personality. This is what you do. You're yeah. really good with these people. So this is what you should be doing. Um, I went down a variety of roads. I like you, you know, went to school and I, I have a great degree, loved every minute of it. Don't mm -hmm. use, I, that's not true. I use lots of it now, but for a long period of time, I didn't use any of it. Um, and then I went into something else, quit that, went into something else, finished that, but never used it. Like it just kept going. Mm -hmm. um, I even got a master's degree because I thought I was supposed to. And I'm like, somebody said, well, is it going to benefit you at your job? No. You're going to get more money? No. But why'd you do it? Well, I like that was, it was on the list. Like mm -hmm. this is what, where I was supposed and to go. And nobody asked me those questions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, um, I, you know, we, it's, it's so, you know, the umbrella of the shoulds and I talk about this mm -hmm. a lot, but it's very much part of that. And, and for women, especially. So I, you know, I think it's not for nothing that the examples we just used about people who knew what they wanted to do when they were four are not women. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
there's still this sort of overriding, well, I have to be present for people and I have to take care of everybody. I have to do what, I have to make sure everybody's happy. I have to, you know, just keep sort of keep on keeping on, on this path that's been put mm -hmm. in front of me and, and I'll veer off of it to find my way, but only in ways that are still acceptable in, mm -hmm. in that. Right. Mm -hmm. And like you, I started to, my passions, my purpose, my business started to unfold. It wasn't like, there's my coaching business, wrap it up in a bow. It's done day one. Yeah. That never happened. <laughs> it's all happened. Right. It, it started with interest. It started with like things where I'm like, that's not okay. That's not mm -hmm. right. I want more of this. I think I want to see this in my life. Right. And, mm -hmm. um, having been on the other side of Fempire, the Fempire Builders community for a number of years, I've seen your evolution. And, and I love when you literally like, I'm checking out so I can check myself and I need to mm -hmm. like re-engage with what matters and put out the thing that I'm really passionate about that really is um, what I want to be doing. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, as I, as you go through those things, um, it's a huge inspiration to all of us as in the, in the community to be able like, yeah, you can pause, you can um, mm -hmm. detour. Right. And yeah. um, I know right now people are using the word pivot and I'm not against the word pivot. I really mm -hmm. like the word align. And I mm -hmm. think that as we come, um, we gain more clarity of who we are in the new world and the new mm -hmm. world is, is getting it, it's new every day but as mm -hmm. we evolve so too does the our alignment and mm -hmm. um and i i see that i see you going through that and i think it's absolutely phenomenal and again you have such a vast community of women who are looking to people to to engage with and connect with who have gone down this road of mm -hmm. of uncertainty of holy crap and i didn't know and and again coming back to you're absolutely right we are not alone um mm -hmm. the women listening to this podcast you are not alone mm -hmm. this and 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 your story is unique and yours and it's through our shared experience that mm -hmm. we can all move forward yeah i think it's important you know to to never feel like it's not that bad because that actually got me, you know, it got me through my world's not that bad. I'm not starving. There's a house over my head. There's, you know, I'm, I'm not, you know, a, a, a child bride in Africa. Like there's so many different things where literally that was my self-talk. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. Who am I to complain? Who am I? But we all have moments. And I think one of the things is that, that becomes toxic is when we try to say, well, my life was worse than your life. Because the reality is there are lives that your life is never going to be worse, but that doesn't take away from your experiences. And nobody's trying to take away from your experiences because they are yours. They are part of your journey. They are part of you. And you went through them. And it's, it's that kind of self-comparison that we spend a lot of time at Vampire Builders really trying to bring women together in a way where that's not going to happen, you know, where, where we're not comparing each other. And, and that's part of the reason why I share my story. Like, you know, hot mess to awesomeness is a moment to moment thing for me, right? I homeschool two children. They're both autistic. I'm building a business. Don't, I'm not very good with boundaries. My kid Max does wake me up by jumping around me on my bed and 
it is something I need to fix because when I wake up that way, it ruins the rest of my day. But you know, it's, it's a moment to moment thing. And then, and then you get in those and it's a choice, right? And I think that it's a choice to overcome it and keep going, but it's also a choice to give yourself the grace to go through what you need to go through in that moment to be able to overcome it. Yes. And don't compare, you know, another person's journey and say, well, that it was my, mine's not that bad. You know, like my son, my son jumps around on, on my head every day, but thankfully he's healthy. Or when, when my kids were diagnosed with autism, you know, they're high functioning, you know, they're still healthy. They're not going to have the, I, I'm not really a planner, so I don't really think about that. But for some parents, you know, grieving the life that they thought their child was going to have is part of that process. Allow yourself to go through it and don't diminish or think that you don't have the opportunity or you shouldn't be feeling what you're feeling because you know, my kids are high functioning. Right. So they're, it's not the same as people who are lower functioning on the spectrum or, you know, they're both healthy or by the grace of God, I was able to be able to have children, you know, healthy children. Yeah. The, my story and, and my feelings do not diminish those who are having other stories and other feelings. We need to listen. And, and so a lot of, as you know, is bringing women together in a way where they can listen to each other and work through because we do sometimes start self-comparing. We do sometimes get uncomfortable and, and we need to work through those issues because ultimately they're ours. Right. They're not the person telling the story. Um, but how do we do that? And then how do we empower women to find their voice, to see themselves as experts in their fields and to kind of say like, bye-bye to self-doubt or I'm not good enough or I'm not an expert. Right. And that's the beauty of our squad where we're giving women the opportunity to lead masterclasses and be part of our Empire Builders Library where they are just as much the expert as me or anybody else who joins me. And, we're, and, and with course makers, it's the same thing. We're teaching women how to create online courses. We're teaching them how to fit it into their business. But we're also giving them the opportunity that we'll host it for them on our training center because we believe in that we believe in their experience and their expertise and that's always been very important to me that we're not just saying oh we empower women as lip service here's what we do to do that because every moment you know you make a choice and it's the people that you have surrounding you and the people you feel safe enough to open up to that are going to help you get through it. Ultimately, the choice is yours and your story is yours, but being feeling safe enough to say like, I'm going through this without worrying about things like mom shaming, which has happened to me, right? Or uh, being guilted in because, you know, this story is worse than that story or whatever. That should not be the narrative. Right. And I think it's, I, I truly believe it's our responsibility to go inward and take those small moment to moment actions. And that is what is going to change the narrative for the next generation, for the, the mm -hmm. rest of our generation. And, um, you know, it's so, it's interesting. There's a lot of talk about comparisonitis. I too talk about it, about mm -hmm. feeling like you see someone and go, oh, I'm not as good as them. Um, mm -hmm. And so I have to stop, stall, not move forward and, and, and get really stuck. And, and it can be very debilitating. And I don't think there's enough um, airplay for the other side of that coin, if you will, which is exactly what you're talking about, where we, you know, part of the women's 
narrative, this sort of the social norm of be small, play small, don't be loud, don't step out of line, make sure that you don't make the person in front of you feel uncomfortable. And so we get to the, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm fine. Everything over here is good. And I don't want to like belittle someone or in any way, um, you know, make myself sound better than them because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just, I'm just going to be quiet and be, and be small over here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and I can appreciate that without um, a habit or, or even practice at how to stand up and own your awesomeness, it can be really scary um, mm-hmm. because we don't know what we don't know. And we don't know that when, you know, which communities potentially we can stand up and maybe we haven't felt safe in our own environments to be able to be like, no, I am awesome. And the things that I do are really great. Or, mm-hmm. you know what, my stuff is really hard and challenging and um, I want to talk about it. And it's impacted me in this way. Like it's, it's, it's all of those pieces about being able mm-hmm. to, to own our voice for the stuff that we're going through and, and, and recognize that it matters and mm-hmm. the stuff that makes us great and recognize that that matters as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, and that I it's love- okay for you to be great and for me to be great. And yes. it's okay for you to have gone through something and it's okay for me to have gone through something. Yes. And I think one of the things that has been really powerful for me, and especially in the last couple of days is really, you know, practicing my listening skills, my listening skills, and really, you know, listening to what's going on around you, listen to the people who are talking to you, listen to, um, what's being said, because you're going to find a couple of different things in everything that they're saying, but really listening, because a lot of the time, our inner monologue, which is telling us, you know, be small, be this, be that. And you may have more than one story like that playing in your head based on, you know, your, who you are and, you know, how you identify or what you look like or whatever. And you may be battling more than one of those stories in there, but really listen to what's going on because a lot of the time it's not about you what they're saying is about them and by listening and simply listening and then making a conscious effort to say okay well here's how i can support you here's how i because and the reason i say that again not because their story is 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 and i'm using air quotes worse than your story or is is more victim like and and i hate that idea of victimhood, but that's not what I mean. I mean, when you, because when you listen and you support them, you're creating another opportunity to create a community where we can support each other without comparing, without attacking, without, you know, and that's how we're going to get to that point is by leading by example. Mm-hmm. So yes, sometimes, you know, I feel like I have a different story than other people and I'm running through that. I should be small. I should be quiet. I need to listen. And some, and what I'm saying is sometimes, yeah, that is what I need to do. And I need to be quiet and I need to listen. And from that, rather than resenting, I I choose, I make a choice to be supportive because if we can be supportive of each other, we can actually, you know, now this person might be supportive to the next person. And how do we create a community that, you know, allows people to share and to be heard and take action afterwards? Absolutely. Right. How can I show up and support you with action? And And you may not, 
you may not even know what you need right now. And, and you may not, and you may be tired of, of trying to tell people, here's how you can support me. Um, which is why Google is a beautiful thing. And so sometimes for me, supporting means listening and then Googling right. and trying to learn more and Googling to the places that make me feel uncomfortable because, you know, a lot of the time you're uncomfortable because you're getting outside of your comfort zone. Right. And, yeah. and not in a bad way, obviously I'm talking about getting uncomfortable in a good way. Right. So yeah, so that I can grow. I've always said that um, that feeling when mm -hmm. you're in a new situation and taking in information, that discomfort is actually the feeling of brain cells growing. Yeah. So, right. So when you're there to be able to reframe to this, I don't like this to, oh, I'm growing my brain, which mm -hmm. means that, you know, there's expansion and evolution and all those things. Mm -hmm. That's, that's my little, you know, mm -hmm. um, being in the moment there and, and how, and, and how to. That's the key that. though. Yeah. Why do I feel uncomfortable? Mm. What am I, what do I need to, what am I learning? For me, it's usually, what am I learning that I need to learn? <laughs> or right. how, am, how am I being checked right now by somebody else that I need to, um, that I need to reflect upon yeah. and learn more about? Because sometimes it's about, you know, something, uh, maybe you sent something that came across as salesy to, to, a, to in a personal message on social media. Sometimes you, um, you dressed a certain way and, and people felt uncomfortable by it, right? right? Or sometimes it's just simply, you know, the people around you felt like you overshared. Or for me, I've had to parent differently. I, didn't, I don't get to be the parent that I dreamed of being. Not that, as you know, I really dreamed about anything, but the parent that, you know, I would like to have been. I don't necessarily get to be that with my kids because they're autistic. Their brains are different than mine. Uh, they function differently. And so now I need to be the parent that my kids need me to be. Right. And that has dirty looks that come with it. That has snide comments. It has mom shaming that comes with it. And so a lot of the time, you know, it's, it's that reflection to say, why am I uncomfortable? And am I, do I need to check myself or is this an unhealthy situation where, and as you know, with the mom shaming, I just moved away. Right. I think they're getting into the practice of, of asking that question, mm -hmm. right? And, and going, okay, so instead of running from all discomfort, which many mm -hmm. of us are in the habit of doing, ooh, don't yeah. like this, shift, move, and, and then mm -hmm. stop, stall, push We're away. wired to. Exactly. We're wired so, to fly away. That's right. And so, you know, to be able to go, okay, what is happening here? Is there something mm -hmm. that I am learning information that I'm taking in? And even if it's something like, I don't want to be here, you're still learning that. And it's bringing exactly. that as it goes, ah, okay, I can make it. This is, this situation feels like this, looks like this, is this. And now I know how to, I'm better equipped for the next time, which is all that learning is, right? Exactly. And so going, one of my knee jerk go-tos is 100%, um, you know, going to the books, like, and, and, mm -hmm. and looking, reading, diving in, uh, like absorbing as much information as I can, integrating it, trying to, to um, shift my model of the world so that I can grow. And I know that you are in the same boat. I'm also interested in anything else that you have been doing or have done in the past or people you turn to um, that support you through 
the discomfort of learning, of facing those challenges? What, to, what are some of your um, sort of go-to behaviors, ideas, people that help, get to get, help to get you through? So I'm a big watcher, Ooh. watcher slash listener. Samantha, the name Samantha actually means the listener. So I listen a lot and I, and I watch on social media, which allows me to listen. And it's a really interesting, it's a really interesting thing when you, you can do that. I watch, I listen. I'm not, I'll go to blogs if I feel that they're um, being shared by somebody reputable or somebody who, or is a reputable source, you know, we see all that stuff on social media. But what I'm actually doing is watching my community and taking their lead or reading their articles um, and seeing kind of what is what. Is what. Um, for example, like I have a Brene Brown book I've never read. I've started to read it a bunch of times, but what did I do? I, and, and I think you really, as, as listeners, need to honor your medium. I watched her thing on Netflix and I turned to, I, I really do, and you know this about me, I think in like TV lines, but I also turn to those shows because one, there's that comfort that comes with them, right? As you know, I don't, there's shows I've watched multiple times. There's a comfort in them, but there's also the opportunity for growth in them. You know, we watch Friends and there are so many shows and that's an, just an iconic show. Mm-hmm. There are so many episodes and storylines that we now are like, wow, that's not appropriate. Right. Right. And, and I, and you and I were talking about 30 rock and different parallels and things that I watched. And, and again, it's that awareness. What is it? Cause people watch TV and it's great for them to be escapes. Of course, like, hello, I keep them on in the background while I'm working, but it's about going from the mediums that you, that you enjoy into other things. So, you know, yesterday I watched 30 rock. Sure. But I was also listening to an IGTV episode Um, of two women discussing something. And, you know, it's the same thing if you like podcasts and you want to do that or, or having conversations with your community members. I mean, for me, that's kind of my approach. And right now there's no one person that I go to for anything. It's more about, huh, what does that mean? And then what I tend to do, as you know, is I invest in my community to say, okay, now teach me teach me because I think that it's fantastic to listen to just in the business world. Like I love my Chris Ducker. Um, I love, I love Chris Ducker. Uh, Amy Porterfield is, is pretty interesting too um, in, in terms of the business, the business world and what's going on. But that doesn't mean that I invest in them. Mm. I invest in the people around me because it's not that, and lots of people invest in them and it's not that they're not fantastic. They are. And I tell people like, if you're still learning and you're not ready to invest, here are five or six resources. Right. And it's the same thing. Like I really have recommended, um, even Shonda Rhimes's book, the year of yes. And watching her Ted talk, uh, checking out Brene Brown's Netflix special, you know, you can find, um, her Ted talk as well. Tony Robbins has a great Netflix special about not, I'm not your guru. Um, there's so many different like opportunities, no matter what you're trying to get into. But what I really am encouraging people to do is actually turn to the people in your community and invest in them. Mm -hmm. Because those are the people who know you, who one, you're going to be, I love shopping local. I love supporting, especially, you know, me shop squad first um, for our squad. But those are the people who you can actually interact with face to face. Those are the people who you can link arms with 
and make change with. And so how do I invest in them and their community and, and learn from them because I want to be able to, to work with people that I can link arms with and say, okay, here's the change or here's the conversation or the challenge that I'm having. And it's personal, it's professional. Heck, it's just listening to their podcasts, right? How can we show up and connect with them? Because those are the people that I can then turn to and say, hey, you know, I was listening to your podcast or I read your social media post or I watched your IGTV thing and I really enjoyed this. And it really got me thinking about this. And is there, is there something that you do that could help me with this? Mm -hmm. Right. And it can be something as simple as, can you help me with my LinkedIn profile? Or it can be, I really need help figuring out why I can't set boundaries. So my kids don't wake me up by jumping on my head every morning. Right. And so how do we do that? So I think that, you know, asking what resources I turn to is a loaded question. And the short answer really is find the mediums that work for you. Mm -hmm. and, you know, be, be a watcher slash listener and reinvest in your community. Turn to them because those are the people that you are going to be able to link arms with and actually make change. You know, I can follow and invest in Brene Brown or Marie Forleo or all of these people that are coming to my head right now, but when it comes to shit making change, they're not the ones I'm going to be linking arms with. So I want to actually meet people that I can link arms with. I love, I love everything about that. And of course, being part of your community, I can attest that that's exactly what you do and how you show up every day, um, connecting, asking questions and learning. I, I'm, I really admire there's a, there's a part about you that you didn't acknowledge that I want to just sort of highlight for a second. It is that sort of this non-negotiable for you that you have more to learn. So, so many people um, in our world, in leadership roles, or even out, um, you know, in our general families and, and environments, um, there's this sort of layer, this lens of, I'm like, I'm good. Mm -hmm. And um, learning can become a huge challenge because it's not part of their I am. And um, the one thing that I, I'm drawn to with you, because I too feel like I, I am here to reflect, ask questions, be curious about myself, be compassionate when I acknowledge that I fell on my face um, and, and then go, what, where can I go? Like what, what's out there that I have yet to, to mm -hmm. take in that can support me through this. And I really admire that about you, that it's, it's a given that you're like, teach me. <laughs> I, mm -hmm. I'm walking in kind of like blank slate here on this thing. And I'm super excited about it. And I, and I love your perspective. Um, again, going back to what we talked about when we first hopped on the call about, you know, your, the way that you see the world, the way that I see the world completely different. But when we come together, it becomes this huge, massive, awesome thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I really appreciate that. Um, and I think that for the people who may be interested in learning more about what you do or just figuring out for themselves how they're to best manage the, the consistent state of uncertainty that we wake up to every day mm -hmm. um, is, is to, I love the be a watcher, be a listener and be willing to adopt this mindset of, I have more to learn. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it was Bill Nye that said, everybody you meet knows something you don't. And exactly. I, I am super, I think that, that 
stands right out in front for me. So whenever I connect with somebody, it's like, yes, I would love to share this about what's going on in my world, but I'm very excited to hear about what's going on in their world and, and to be able to pull that in because I know it makes me a better person mm -hmm. and it gives me more opportunity to engage and give back. Mm -hmm. So just like you said, you know, linking arms with the people in your community is about learning from them and then learning how you can best support them with what you have. And then together we all rise up. Exactly. Frickin exactly. Great. Exactly. <laughs> And I think too, the other piece of that, you know, learning, you know, I, I, I am, I do subscribe to, I am always learning because I do not know everything. Um, and I never will know everything. But the other thing is don't be afraid. The other side of that is don't be afraid to say that. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there because you are going to make mistakes. You are going to make mistakes and people will come at you for it. But when you have been learning and working and linking arms, you will have people to turn to. You will have people who say, yes, we know you made a mistake, but this does not define you because you are trying and you are a human, you are a work in progress. And so how do we learn from that mistake and how do we do better next time? Because ultimately that is what is being asked of us as a global community, how do we do better next time? Don't just say I made a mistake or don't just jump onto something to be a part of some big community or social media post. I made a mistake, here's what I learned and here's how I'm doing better. Here's how I'm gonna do better next time. And you know what, like I, I use that model with my kids, I use it with our community, I use it with clients, I use it with people on social media where I have just shown up and been, you know what? Like, oh, I didn't understand what was going on. You're right, I'm wrong. Yeah. And it's here's a, what I've learned. It is the most empowering mindset. Yeah. And it actually, it defines you as a leader when you are willing to lead with vulnerability, um, you know, mm -hmm. and to lean a little on Brene and, and dare to lead and, and, and that, that great work that you have not read. Um, it, it's I need it, the Netflix it, special. Yeah, it's, it's, it's extremely, uh, extremely mm -hmm. important. So, you know, thank you, Samantha. I am always grateful to, to connect with you and to be able to chat. I look forward to being able to see you face to face and, and have one of those really great brain coupling moments, uh, a little bit deeper than it was today. And I look forward to all the greatness that is coming from the Vampire Builders community. And so look for that um, and the Course Maker program and, and, and all of the wonderful, wonderful things that you're putting out into the world. Thank you. Thank you for being Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure. Have a great day. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the show. Join Dion again next week to learn more about what you can do to go from hot mess to awesomeness.